my favorite gospel is Luke's gospel. And my favorite telling of this nativity story is his. Luke writes a detailed, beautiful narrative that almost reads like, like a play, like a, like a pageant. <laughs> um, but it's, it's beautiful and it's, it's poignant. And, and Luke always features in his story the people on the outside. So the women, the children, the shepherds, the angels, those who society don't think are important enough to be counted in this incredible story of salvation, Luke makes sure he writes them in. And this is why he tells the story of Zacharias and his wonderful wife, Elizabeth, who are old and childless and therefore not counted for much. And this is why he also tells the story of Mary more Mary sightings in Luke's gospel than any of the others. And in fact, the Quran says more about Mary than the rest of the gospels do. Amanda reminded us last week that Mary could sing a courageous and prophetic song because she was anointed and blessed by God in the midst of disturbing circumstances. And here Luke tells us once again about Mary's bold, beautiful, and brave obedience to the God of her ancestors. Mary had the courage, friends, to say yes, to say yes to this calling upon her life. And it's difficult today to imagine just how brazen and bold her yes is. She says yes to getting pregnant outside of her engagement to Joseph. I mean, they're betrothed. And in her culture, a 12, 13, 14 year old girl would get engaged to the man given to her by her father and live in her parents' house for an additional year while the festivities got planned and while the economic situation got worked out. In this moment that Mary says yes to being pregnant, she says yes, risking divorce because the betrothal was already a covenant but she also says yes to the scandalous birth, which frankly was a death sentence. Joseph had every right, every right to have her stoned to death. That's something that doesn't show up in our Christmas pageants, does it? She says yes to scandal. She says yes to being outsider. She says yes to birth pains, yes to traveling all the way south to Bethlehem to have their taxes collected. Yes to uncomfortable, big stretched belly riding on a dusty road all the way up from Nazareth down to Bethlehem. Yes, to birthing a child where there's no room in the end. Yes, to birthing her baby in the places where the cows eat. Yes, yes to giving birth. Yes, to entertaining shepherds and kings. Yes, yes to the travel back home and the not so certain kind of welcome she'd get from her family post-scandal. It's in these modern Christian days that we celebrate this birth. In those days, baby boy made Mary look tart. She says yes, yes to loving this boy, yes to raising him, yes to teaching him how to talk and how to walk, yes to pulverizing food so he could eat it, yes, to teaching him manners and taking him to Hebrew school. Yes to the fact that her boy would grow up to be a man who would be executed 
as a criminal. How could she do it? How, how could she say yes? How could she say yes to birthing this baby? Yes to birthing a revolution of love. Well, God tapped Mary on the shoulder. That's part of it. She was chosen by God. She was favored by God. She was blessed by God to do this work. But there's more. In this drama that is the nativity, in this drama that is the coming of love in the world dressed in baby flesh, there's another character. And quite frankly, I don't think I've ever paid as much attention to it as I have this year. This character that is so central to the story, we hear it so often that we can actually forget about this one. This character is the Holy Spirit, y'all. This one is the Holy Spirit. And the angel Gabriel says to Mary, when she says, how will this be? How will it come to be? He says, the Holy Spirit will come over you. The power of the Most High will overcome you. You will be overcome with spirit. Overcome with spirit. Such that the child that is born will be called holy and will be known as the Son of God. The Spirit will come over you, come upon you, overshadow you. You will be overcome. Yes, with scandal perhaps with poverty, definitely with homelessness, but you will be overcome with spirit. That I believe is how Mary can say yes. She can say yes because the Holy Spirit gives her power, partners with her in power to say yes. It's the same Holy Spirit that was the wind that hovered over creation, that hovered over the creation during the time of God calling the creation into being and naming it good. That same wind, spirit, breath is what led Israel across the wilderness and into freedom. It's the same spirit, wind, breath that Joel says will descend upon God's people and they will prophesy and see visions and make the world anew. It's the same spirit, wind, breath that descended upon Jesus in the form of a dove the dove that was the symbol in our stained glass window, right there in the front of the sanctuary. It's the same spirit breath that was upon the prophet Isaiah and upon Jesus himself when he stood in the temple and read the scripture and said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and I've been anointed by God to do, bring good news to the poor, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to give sight to the blind and to declare to all of the people that the coming of God is upon us now. This is the same spirit, wind and breath that descended upon the disciples at Pentecost and helped them hear the good news of God's grace and glory and salvation in the many languages that they spoke so that they know they were God's chosen, that God was tapping them on the shoulder and that they were also called to give birth, to give birth to the reign of God on earth. It is the spirit of God that knows God's heart. The spirit of God that is a comforter and a way maker and a guide to the future. You know what that feels like? 
It's the spirit of God in the lungs of the gospel choir singing outside in front of a scorched building. It's the spirit of God enabling the voice of our, our, our physicians and nurses, the ones who belong to the middle community, who whisper words of comfort to the people dying of COVID. It's the same spirit of God that's in the breath when you talk to your children or your lover and you say, it's gonna be all right. It's the same spirit breath wind that was in Susan and Claudia and Katrina and Yusuf. When, when our building was on fire, they went to help the women next door at the Women's Prison Association. It's the same breath that enabled your ministry to your staff of coffee to cold pastors, of food to isolated staff, of goodness and giving and generosity and donations and fundraisers. It's the same spirit that inspires these crazy acts of love and generosity. The Holy Spirit is in the center of the story, a character that we might miss while we try to figure out what it means that the Spirit overcame Mary and then she was with child. The Spirit overcame Mary and partnered with her and power that she could inaugurate in her small young body the coming of the reign of God on earth. Oh man, the spirit is in the center of this story. Invisible like air, causative, generative, powerful spirit, moving, moving, moving so Mary could do the ministry she was called to do, moving, 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 blowing, blowing, imagination and courage to us so we can do what we're called to do. The Holy Spirit that has throughout time powered love and justice, inspiring the work of liberation of, of captive Africans, the creation of the Underground Railroad, the Southern Freedom Movement, inspiring songs like Ain't Gonna Let Nobody Turn Me Around, the Spirit empowering the women's movement, the works for LGBTQIA justice, the Spirit moving the movement for Black lives and climate justice and solidarity with our indigenous communities the spirit that caused Gordon and Jerice and Murray to throw open our doors to the people who were living with and dying from AIDS, to cause us to make feeding programs, to cause us to stomp in the street for climate change, to cause us to lay down in the street because Black Lives Matter. The spirit that made Janine and Mary Jo and Michelle and Mark sing with Jerice in those first choirs when it was so small, it was almost like Jerice and the Pips. It's the same spirit that took us to Albany to do marriage equality work and down to DC to do the same. It's the same spirit that makes us stand up today for those who can't pay their rent, for those who need deacon's loans. It causes us to make a way out of no way to do digital ministry that has now captured an audience around the globe. It's the Holy Spirit drawing people to us causing us, like Mary, to believe the unbelievable, to see the unseeable, to imagine family the unimaginable, that even this fire will not quench revolutionary love and that out of the ashes, something stunning that we can't yet see will rise up and claim us 
and to help us claim the world as revolutionary lovers. Holy Spirit is a character in this play. And this character is welcome right here, right now, in front of our computers and our television screens and our, our iPads and our phones. This character, she is ours. She is the spirit of God, the holy breath of God, whispering comfort to us as we mourn. Here she is. Can you feel her showing up in our prayer life, blowing in our ears as we take a walk, whispering to us in our sleep? I am with you. I am with you always, even until the end of time. Here she is, making God's heart known to us and making it known to us that we are God's heart and we will not be left alone. She's in our tears that fall. She's in our laughter that emerges in surprising ways. She's in our resilience and in our resistance causing us to say, yes, yes, Lord. From the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul, yes, yes, Lord, completely yes. My soul says yes to singing outside in the cold. My soul said yes to making a sanctuary everywhere. My soul says yes to digging deep into my heart to love the other even when they disappoint me. My soul, my soul, says, yes, may it be so, may it be so, yes, buoyed by the spirit of God, may we, like Mary, be willing to be used because we too are called of God to build heaven on earth. We too are tasked by an angel to bear God into the world, to bear love into the world. This spirit of God, this breath of heaven is our partner, our way making as we, as a people, as individuals, as a community of faith, as a city and a nation rise up in these hot mess times. The spirit, the spirit has come over us. We have been overcome by spirit. The spirit, the spirit, the breath of heaven is here.